Can you hear me over there? Yes, I can hear you well. And welcome to another episode of Steph Status Update. I am joined today by another guest, Dua Ali. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. Excellent, excellent. I like to get names right all the time. Um, so Dua, tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do, and anything that my listeners can get involved in with you. Uh, I am an RTT practitioner. Uh, RTT stands for Rapid Transformational Therapy. It's a modern hybrid therapy that is, uh, or rather a modern hybrid method of therapy that is a combination of uh, the best practices of therapy, a combination of traditional hypnotherapy, talk therapy, NLP, um, neuroscience and other types of therapy. And it's a huge and phenomenal transformational tool. It's been changing my life since I joined it and, and it's changing the lives of all the clients I'm working okay. with. Before I get into RTT, I'm also um, an ESL teacher, English right. as a yes. second language teacher. Yeah. I teach adult newcomers to Canada uh, English and I still do that. I enjoy it. And uh, I'm also an, uh, a federally accredited interpreter in Canada. Okay. Uh, and um, I just enjoy what I'm doing and that's that's about it. So you've got many, many skills. A lot of, it sounds as though a lot of what you do is about communication. Exactly. It, about communication and languages, like the, the power of words and how we use our words powerfully and, yeah. and communicating. Yes, yes, it's all about that. And I recently started my RTT business. Okay. And Congratulations. Uh, it's, yes, it's really empowering. This is the, the least I can say. Yeah. So it's it, again, it sounds as if one, your your business and it's almost like your life professionally revolves around making sure or helping people to either communicate, communicate with you or communicate with each other. Am I right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And how they communicate with themselves, because the most important relationship we have is our relationship with ourselves. Yes. So if, if we got that right we can have a healthy relationship with everybody else. Fabulous, fabulous. Um, I, I do I do and I don't. I want to get on to why we're here, but at the same time, I want to hear if there's anything more that you can tell me, because it sounds fascinating about your business and how you go about it. Like, What, what, is, the, what is the day-to-day like for you? Um, so uh, I'm usually, I usually work with uh, clients for any any type of issues yeah so clients um connect with me for issues uh, like depression or anxiety mm-hmm. um any types of habits that they want to get rid of they tried to get rid of it they can't yeah um self-esteem confidence uh, money blocks i worked with uh, clients with physical illness as well okay uh, some of my clients suffered hair growth problems um, others uh, suffered uh, with self-esteem, procrastination, yeah. all types of issues, and and that's the that's, that's the great thing about RTT that it can help clients with any types of issues. It can help resolve any type of issues because what we do as RTT practitioners is mm-hmm. that we uh, we with my guidance we access the client's um, subconscious mind where all the beliefs that we formed about ourselves and life were formed and most of the time it's formed because of childhood programming and this programming does not always serve us or benefit us it's yeah. not always positive so what i do is that i regress the clients back to scenes where where they formed the root cause or we find the root cause of the negative belief that they formed about themselves okay and then what we do is that we look at that and the, at the interpretation that the client formed about those events and then we reframe them and then get rid of that negative belief and install a new healthy positive belief that serves them right now and the way i like i always like i use a metaphor that yeah. our subconscious mind is like a soil where we plant seeds so for the soil or for the seed to grow healthily the soil we have to clean the soil or clear the soil from weeds first 
And this is what we do when we grow plants. Mm-hmm. So what this is exactly what what I do as, a, as an RTT practitioner. I just look at that soil. Okay, so we have that weed of... Um, I, I gained weight, for example, I gained a lot of weight because uh, um, because I was exposed to uh, sexual abuse as a child, for example, which right. is actually a lot of psychological research, is, uh, research okay. now proved that there's a, a, a connection between gaining weight or obesity and having a history of um, childhood, uh, mm-hmm. a history of uh, sexual mm-hmm. abuse as a child. So then the child, what, what, what happens is that the child internalizes that and thinks, oh, I'm the reason. They feel guilty. They carry the guilt and shame that yeah. the abuser should carry. They carry it and internalize it. Oh, if I were not that beautiful, if I were not that attractive, that this wouldn't have happened. So they start to gain weight. Mm-hmm and eat uncontrollably because they don't want to look attractive or beautiful anymore to protect themselves. This will be a shield. Yeah. So we get that belief and we look at it and, oh, you formed that belief? No, that, that what do you think about that belief? And, and I guide them to change the interpretation they formed about that belief. And if that belief serves them now or not, and of, of course they would say, no, it's not serving me anymore. So, okay, so let's throw that read right. away and form another belief or install another or grow that seed that is healthy and positive and serves you and helps you in that stage of your life right now. Because more often than not, our subconscious operates on outdated information. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're just locked into that moment in time where something wrong happened to us and and we formed a a negative belief around it and we just stop there Mm -hmm. because things are our subconscious mind does not operate from present past present and future it doesn't understand that there's there's not that they it doesn't operate in everything is present to the subconscious so we just explain to them or get them to understand that's not you anymore you're not that child anymore you're not forced to finish your food all the food on your plate because you'll be punished if you waste food you don't have you're not forced to eat that you can choose what you eat and, and refuse to eat if you feel full so we change those interpretations and then we install new ones that helps them and and helps them move forward in life yeah. and just just and for anyone so just for anyone that's that's been listening and because you see you said rtt a few times um just tell us again what does rtt stand for rtt stands for rapid transformational therapy and the way the, the reason we call it rapid is that what talk therapy can resolve in years in three or four years rtt can resolve in one yeah two three sessions okay that's why that's why we call this one that's why it is rapid it is practical it's it's and it's empowering great i know i know i know you can talk all day long about this but i'm gonna i'm gonna get you to do that again towards the end don't worry we're just gonna we're gonna sandwich in the movies and then we'll get back to um rtt again later but you're all more than welcome whenever um we're kind of going through the movies and whatnot to kind of relate that because i know that you picked a few movies that definitely relate to what you do and that was the the whole reason why i got you on the show today so yeah what is your first movie uh gone with the wind okay so tell us a little bit about that movie why you like it so much what it means to you how it resonates with you uh, so what I like about that movie is the the main character, Scarlett. Yeah. She is such a resilient, unbreakable woman. And she never loses loses hope. I remember one of the quotes that uh, stood out for me in that movie is tomorrow. Tomorrow is another day. Mm-hmm. So she never loses hope. She's such a resilient, strong woman, unbreakable. So, and I love that about her. And... Um, I, I learned that usually when I watch movies, I learn something at the end of the movie. And I yeah. learned that one shouldn't, one shouldn't feel broken at all. Whatever, whatever life throws at us, we should always be re- resilient and, and try to be stronger than, than the situation and learn something from it. Mm-hmm. So more often than not, I find myself when something negative happens to me, I just sit down and I think, okay, what is this situation try to, trying to, to help me with or, or 
teach me. I usually ask questions. Okay, God, what's the lesson right. in this situation? What are you trying to teach me? So I don't look at it as, oh my God, this is happening to me because this yeah. is an approach of a victim mentality. No, I've tried to work it out differently. Okay, what's the lesson? What should I learn? And more often than not, actually always, I receive answers. Even The answer doesn't have to come instantly, but yeah. but it comes. I mean, I've, I've probably accidentally done that, that kind of way of thinking, but it's not been a purposeful thing on my part where something happens to me and I'm, I have the presence of mind to think about the lesson that I could learn from this thing. I'm too invested in the actual event and the consequences of the event and how I feel about the event more than how I'm going to think through, through this actual thing that's happened to me. I can, I can, I'm beginning to see why RTT is useful and it, and it probably would work. I mean, I'm going to try it because I know you're giving me the um, information. I am going to try this when I go back into work again with some of the, or try the method anyway, with some of the young people that I work with and see how it goes. And I think, I think with a few of the young people that I work with, it probably will work even before even just thinking about doing it with them i know that i haven't really done this approach as detailed and structured as you laid it out for me so i do appreciate that yeah you're most welcome and one thing i i encourage you to do i myself sometimes take some sessions with um fellow articeers where i am myself am a client and one of them was telling me uh so all the those things that happened to you i said well what we learned in RTT is that there is a power to the words that we say and that our mind is listening to what we say all the time. And whatever you say has a response in mm-hmm. our body. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say that happened to me. I would say that happened for me. Okay. Because when I say that happened to me, I'm coming from a place of victim. But when I say that happens for me, I'm coming from a place of empowering myself. This right. is happening for me, not to me, because it's, it happens for me or it happened for me because it's, it's supposed to teach me something. It's supposed to teach me a lesson. And then when I think of it this way, I learn the lesson, I'll grow, I evolve and I move forward. It sounds like a hard thing to do, but when you really think about it, it's just a shift in in how you think it's like it's, it's almost i wouldn't call it a massive paradigm shift but it's just a, a small kind of tweak in the way that you just your approach which could have massively massively beneficial effects for you going forward and I, i'm i'm sitting there listening to you talking i'm like why why haven't i thought about this before <laughs> it makes so much sense you know all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play um, that clip from Gone with the Wind for you now. All right, here you go. includes the quote that you uh, that uh, that I said that I said mentioned that it stood out for me and uh, it also includes more than that when the father was telling her that because she's Irish she, she will always be connected to the land and I think the message that the father was trying to convey here that you have to have something that is greater than yourself that you care about yes so it, it's it's really it's really strong agree so i'm i'm interested in finding out a little bit more about kind of more detail on how you how you work with 
various clients. So for instance, what what was the most difficult client so far or has there been a difficult client that you've worked with and you've, str- you've struggled to kind of assist them with RTT? So a client, a difficult client that I worked with uh, was a client who uh, was was really negative. Like, and um, they, it was really difficult for me to work out, to, to help them work out uh, the, the interpretation that, that they have formed with that negative beliefs and um yeah and i i i did my best but at the end i thought to myself well if they don't want to help themselves i cannot help them it has to come from them first Mm. they have Mm -hmm. to want to help themselves and this is something that um all practitioners or therapists or whoever are trying to help people have mental well-being should should at the end understand that no matter what i do or how hard i i try to help the client if they don't want to help themselves okay. then okay. nothing nothing yeah. is going to work for them so it is i did my best but the, there are things that the client refused to to change so i just yeah let it go okay. yeah all right i'm gonna move us to our second movie which is one that i've chosen and that movie isn't called you've got mail and i remember watching this a while back and if you haven't seen it it stars tom hanks and meg ryan and tom hanks is the owner of i think he's the owner anyway but he's definitely in charge of this big chain of bookstores and meg ryan plays a character who has a small bookstore and it's based in a particular location that when the bigger bookstore opens they're competing but all of the things that are happening to this character Meg Ryan's character it's very stressful for her she's got this big just mammoth bookstore and they're doing things that she just can't do because she doesn't have the space or the money or the means to do it and obviously Tom Hanks's character is one that Meg Ryan's character does not like purely because of this situation and the fact that he comes across a little bit brash and um, unthinking but they're both really intelligent individuals as well at the same time and then the movie kind of plays out and so I'm going to spoil it they end up realizing that they have some common ground even though throughout the movie they were just like he's he's saying things about her behind her back she's saying things to her friend about him behind his back and then when they see each other they're they're sort of civil but you can see that they're just throwing daggers at each other all the time and then at one point she's um at home in bed she's sick and he comes over we've progressed from them disliking each other to them having some kind of ability to have a conversation now and it's the scene where they, I mean, they've realised that they might like each other already, but this is separate from each other. But this is a scene where they're together and they realise, oh, I actually think I do like you. But it's the way that the scene plays out, which is interesting. Um, and I've got the clip lined up for us, for us right now. I'll play it. Huh. Although, could I just make a, a little suggestion? What? I think you should meet him. No, 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 wait, wait, I, I take that back. Why would you want to meet somebody you're crazy about? Hey, I hardly think I need to take advice from a person who... Now I concede I bring out the worst in you. But let me just help you to not say something you're just going to torture yourself about for years to come. So as as he's talking, as the music starts, he kind of puts his hand up to stop her from saying something. And it's sort of in that moment that they're looking at each other. And then that's that's obviously why you got the music playing a little bit, just to kind of add to the scene. But as you're watching it, you see that they both kind of look at each other and they realise, ah, oh no. <laughs> it, it's yeah. you. I like you. Oh no. But it's a it's it's a very I found that when I watched it way back in the day, it was one of those romantic comedies that kind of stuck with you 
because it was in, of that age of we'd just gotten used to receiving emails and it's always really fun and exciting to get mail or back then it was anyway now it's just like i've got another email you don't really care you got thousands of emails unopened but back then it was like bing, you get an email you're like oh my god who's that from yeah. <laughs> and you want to open it so the whole idea of calling the film you've got mail sort of i reckon that helped um get people to actually sit down and watch it because it was of a time where mail was quote unquote important obviously now it's not but yeah so I, I did. I did like that movie. Yeah, I think the movie um, was um, was at the beginning where where internet was not at that time. There was no yeah. Facebook. Yeah. But now there's Facebook, Instagram, and a lot of other platforms. So it it showed for the first time how two people can fall in love with each other mm-hmm. uh, virtually, yep. and then really like each other when they meet in person. This is this is one thing. Another thing that the that this scene uh, brings up is from my perspective is that resistance that sometimes we resist something good that is happening mm-hmm. for us um, and um, or, or something or something negative that is happening to us at the same time so resi- we have that uh, more often than not if, if most psychological issues or emotional issues that happen to people is because of either one of two things, either that they expected something to happen to them or they refuse to accept something that happened to them. Yeah. So we either expect something good to happen and it didn't happen and we're waiting for it to happen. And well, how come I wanted that job? I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Or how come I wanted that success? I didn't have it. Or I wanted that relationship and it's not coming. So we, that resistance of not accepting, yes, this is happening. But while if we accept things and we just try to go with the flow, yeah. our lives are going to be much easier. So it's both of them, oh my God, I have feelings for you. No, 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 this is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's resistance. And, uh, and, and I think most of us go about in life and having those feelings, no, having this resistance. Totally, I agree. Yeah. And, and sometimes one of the things that I learned from reading and spirituality, which is one of the topics that I'm really interested in, is that if, if we try to stop resisting, life will be much easier because we, we give a lot of our energy into resisting mm-hmm. while if we give that energy into something else, into accepting, things are going to flow better and things will be easier. So if something wrong happened to us, instead of, no, 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 this is not happening, just sit down and think, why am I resisting this? Or just simply accept it. Okay, this is happening. How can I deal with this situation? Yeah. Instead of wasting my energy, no, 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 this is not happening. This is not giving me the chance to think how to deal with the situation, how to work it out. I think this this conversation that we're having leads smoothly into your next film choice. But I want to I want to before you go there, I want to um, kind of ask the question because I want to be on a play devil's advocate a little bit. I know you're talking about we have this resistance to things that are often good or or even like we kind of take ourselves out of an equation because we think that it might be bad. So there's we talk about resistance, but how would you tell this to somebody who's a bit of a skeptic, who doesn't believe that the fact that they are resistant to something is not necessarily a great thing? How would you kind of change that person's mind? So uh, you mean if I'm working with a client? What, well, yeah, what do yeah. I do? If, yeah, if you're working with somebody yeah, who's so- yeah, a bit skeptical. So, so what, more often than not, what I do is that in such case, I tell the client, let that in. Right. I find myself sometimes telling the client that. So sometimes some clients do not have a lot of self-sabotage or have a lot of resistance. For example, they're not used to, um, being, to being praised. So when you tell them something positive about themselves, they don't accept it. Right. Okay, so I I find myself telling them, let that in. You are you are a lovable person. You are doing the best you can in life. Uh, you've done. You're you're a great child. You're you're a great husband. You're a great this. You're a great that. You're doing this. You're doing that. Let that in, and 
more often than not, it will take them time to yeah. accept praise because they're not used to it. They're used to being criticized. And things are when we are used to that, and this is the way we have been treated as children, we most of the time, or actually almost all the time, find ourselves treating ourselves and having an inner dialogue that is similar mm -hmm. to the mm -hmm. childhood programming that we were raised up This is so true. For. Yeah. So if we're used to, to listening to criticism, most of the time we are criticizing ourselves like 80% of the time or 90% of the time instead of motivating ourselves or praising ourselves. Oh, I did that. That was great. Oh, I really, I really did well in that. Or, oh yeah, I, I really deserve deserve to reward myself for for passing that exam or for achieving this or for doing this or doing that most of the time we don't do this and when it comes to us from somebody else and we we receive praise we resist it yes so yeah, what i that. do is that I let that in you are lovable or you're a good person let that in and i repeat it several times and then i teach them to change that inner dialogue it takes time Mm -hmm. but it's 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 not impossible all right so yeah i'm i'm gonna spoil it your next clip i've watched it over and over again and i think it really really speaks to exactly what you're saying right now if you want to introduce the movie i'll play the clip for everyone yeah the next movie titanic yes with leonardo dicaprio and is it kate winslet kate winslet, kate winslet. yeah kate yes. winslet all right, and it's the, you introduce the scene, go on. What, what, what scene are we gonna watch? Uh, it's the scene where um, her, she was trying to avoid him. Yes. And um, and her mother was explaining to her that she should avoid that, that boy and that he's not, he's out of her league and she cannot, she cannot talk to him. And she was avoiding him, but then he, he took her to a room and spoke to her in private and he, he he told her how much he cares about her and why he cares about her and then he he said something that uh a quote that is that stood out for me when he said that fire in you rose yeah. that fire that i love it will yeah. die so he was just trying to i felt like he was trying to shake her yeah. off in yes. that scene and say wake up to who <laughs> you really are <laughs> and, just, and just so people are aware this obviously it's a titanic is about a film on a boat on a massive ship cruise liner so it, the noises you hear is the actual sound of what's supposed to be or what is a actual ship so if it sounds like there's a whole lot of background noise that's why all right here we go well, I'm fine. I'll be fine. Really. Really? I don't think so. They've got you trapped, Rose. And you're gonna die if you don't break free. Maybe not right away because you're strong, but... Sooner or later, that fire that I love about you, Rose, that fire is gonna burn out. It's not up to you to save me, Jack. You're right. Only you can do that. And without being completely obvious, a lot of what I heard there sounds like what you're talking about right now. Um, yeah. And it's the whole essence of she's not really willing to accept what he's saying but he's still saying it. He's still trying to let her know that she's amazing. He loves a lot of things about her and she doesn't really, doesn't really she probably can see it, but she doesn't want to admit it to herself. And she, again, the, your, the, your word, she's resistant to the things that he's trying to tell her. But obviously we know what happens in the movie. We know the end. And she, she redeems herself in that she's able, I think in the end to accept that and, she goes off and lives an amazing life and then exactly. yeah she she does and then and then she comes back and we see her at the end she's an old lady and she's remembering all of this but she's happy she's not sad she's not upset she's actually really happy at the end which is a nice thing to see at a, mo in a movie like this because it was so tragic loads of hundreds of people died in this in this film and factually 
and then to have at least a semblance of some kind of happiness come out of it is amazing yeah yeah that's true and also when 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 she told him it's not up to you to save me it's it's really true you can't yeah. help someone yeah. who doesn't want to help themselves and 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 what what rose was doing at that moment or that part of the movie is that she was not trying to embrace who she really is and mm -hmm. she was trying to listen to voices outside herself yeah and not to listen to her intuition and this is this is sometimes a big problem sometimes we're not able to embrace who we really are because we are listening to what others are telling us but we should listen to our intuition first and foremost and this is something that i i also learned from rtt that as a practitioner i should listen to my intuition mm -hmm. So more often than not, when I'm working with a client in, in a certain session, I learned a bit by bit. And the more clients I work with, the more I learn this and, and the more this, this, this is reinforced is that if I have in mind something that I feel that the client wants to hear, I say it. Yeah. And more often than not, when I take the clients outside of hypnosis, they, they usually say, like, how did you know I was thinking of that? <laughs> I had the same idea when you said that I was just thinking about it. So the, the thing is, when, when, we, when we spend some time sitting next to someone, we tune into their energy. So it's not that I'm reading their minds, it's that I'm picking up on their energy. Yeah. yeah. And I, I learned to trust my intuition so when i feel oh, i should say that i say it and and it, it really it, it always works it, it does it, it does make a hell of a lot of sense yeah. um because i i thought that as a mentor and a practitioner myself who deals with a lot of people who are in need of counseling i wouldn't say that i thought on everything but finding that the more i'm learning about rtt from you right now and the more that i've read about it is that in various ways i've done it without realizing but not to the extent that i'm obviously knowledgeable of what i'm doing and then i'm thinking do you know what i really kind of i might have had a breakthrough there but i'm just because i'm completely unaware of the process the structure um which i'm going to apply as of when i get back in there and i'm, I'm back in front of my um my clients and my young people but i do i do think it's something that will be useful for them and it will be useful again for my team that i work with to know about all of this which i've sent to them already um i just make got to make sure that they start using it as well yeah hopefully hopefully they will do and it will make it will make a big difference uh, it, it, i'm sure i'm completely um confident that it will i know about a few cases with my team that they're working with the people that they're working with and some of these young people can really do with this kind of approach all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move us on again. So next, our next film on the list is Braveheart, and it is a Mel Gibson film directed by Mel Gibson. Um, he plays the lead character William Wallace, and the the character is a Scottish patriot who was who is spurred into revolt against the English when the love of his life is slaughtered. So his wife is is murdered, and he puts himself into this position of he's gonna make the English pay and they're gonna revolt. So he leads his army into battles that become a war and um, his advance into England threatens King Edward I's throne. And then afterwards he's ca uh, killed and captured, or sorry, captured and executed, but not before becoming a symbol for a free Scotland. Now, I know, I know, I know, films about historic like actual things that happened way back in the day they're not always accurate and i get that hollywood is hollywood and they have to embellish certain things and there are some things about this movie that are factual and there are some things about this movie that they just did for dramatic purposes but um one of the scenes that stuck out which obviously we don't know if it actually happened <laughs> but it's the scene where um the i think it's the princess whispers in her father's ear and what she says to him actually causes him to die in bed but it's what she says which is so kind of if like he's already ill anyway and um he's on his way out but she it was just like the nail in the coffin almost 
in the movie and he's he doesn't play a very nice king really and he's not the he's not the most uh uh ingratiating character and it is kind of it's kind of harsh what she does <laughs> but at the same time you're like you know what you needed to hear it i'm sorry <laughs> you know what i'm not sorry for you <laughs> you needed to hear this because you're a horrible 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 old man so i'm gonna get into it i'm gonna play this and um you can decide for yourselves if she was right or wrong you go. You see, death comes to us all. But before it comes to you, know this. Your blood dies with you. A child who is not of your line grows in my belly. Your son will not sit long on the throne, I swear it. And that was the end of him. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was. It was. That was a very strong scene. Oh man. From my perspective, because uh, she, the the message that she was trying to convey is that you will die, but the the revolution mm-hmm. will will live on, mm-hmm. uh, because she was she was the wife of his of his son. His son was the the crown prince, and she was his right, wife. Right. Yes. Yes. And um, and she went to to she went to him when he was on his deathbed, begging him to uh, to to show mercy mm-hmm. on William Wallace, and he refused. He refused a merciful death for him. So what she what she thought of was okay. So you two don't deserve a merciful death. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something <laughs> that will make you feel horrible before you oh, die. It killed him. It killed him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so she was just trying to convey a message that yeah, your, your bloodline is not going to continue. This is the end of it, and the, the revolution will will live on because because I carry his child. So it was it was really it was really strong. And isn't isn't the husband in? He's in the room. Yeah. So I mean, for her to do like she's, I know she's whispering it in the king's ear. But her husband is in the room as it's happening. He obviously can't hear everything. And it's just, it was such a, it was such a, I want to say that it's just such a gangster thing to do to, 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 to basically tell the king. I mean, imagine if he didn't die and he was able to speak and tell the son what happens, you know, what I mean? like what would have happened then? But I just think just as, a, as characters go, Sometimes you watch a movie and there's some characters that you think to yourself, throughout, throughout the whole movie, you've been kind of quiet. You haven't really been, no, not even doing much, but you've not really had a voice. And then the one thing she says, that's the strongest thing that she says, actually puts a man out of his misery. I think that's probably one of the most powerful. I mean, you've got all the death and the killing and the wars and stuff, but that's probably one of the most powerful scenes in that movie alone, just her whispering in someone's ear. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Well, we don't always have to scream, so no. so our voice would be heard. You know. All right, so we're we're, we're slowly, we're, no, we're quickly actually coming to towards the end, but we've got one more movie to go. One yeah, more movie, that's and my it's, favorite. It's, it's yours. Yeah, Tell that's us. my favorite. Yeah, my favorite movie is Forrest Gump. Okay. I love that movie. It has it has a lot of memories with me. I remember the first time I watched that movie um, was in a, in the theater. Yeah. And uh, my friends were with me. And I remember that when we were watching at the beginning of the movie, there is that feather yes. that, yeah. that, that is uh, carried by the wind up and down. And then I remember I told my friends, you, can you see that feather? And I said, yeah. I said, that feather is forced to come. I said, oh my God, how did you get that? <laughs> you should actually work as a movie critic. <laughs> So he, basically, it's the it's the symbolism of the character that he is, 
in, yeah. in, in a way. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. I can see yeah. that. Because isn't that feather at the end as well? Or am I, am I mistaken? It's at the end as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. The feather shows at the end of the movie as well, which is, I think it reinforces the, the, yeah. the idea. And um, as I, I, I really learned a lot from that movie. And I always, I used to, to teach high school students before, before moving to Canada. And yeah. uh, I always used to tell my students, we once watched that movie together. And uh, I, I commented on, on the part of the feather and I told them, my advice to you, don't be a feather. Mm -hmm. Don't let life just act upon you you act upon life you should always have goals to reach you should have a plan for your life you should know what you want to do with your life so that is that is a, a big lesson i learned yeah. from from forrest gump but there's there's so many things that you can take i mean it's such a it's such a big movie with awesome like performances from the character from the actors that were in it and i particularly found it interesting the way that he went around not necessarily being knowledgeable of stuff, but in every situation that he was in, he would always come out doing it the best. He would always put his effort into everything that he did, whether yeah. it was playing table tennis or yeah. it was um, owning a boat, like, owning a boat, working on a boat, or mm -hmm. it was being in the army. Like everything he did, and it's not always it's not always to him. He's knowledgeable that he's the best at the thing or doing the best he can at the thing. He just does it. He, yeah. <laughs> he's just like he's just doing him. Yeah. And it was, I like the way that Tom Hanks played that character as well because yeah. he didn't he didn't I didn't feel like he was um, Tom Hanks taking making poking fun at somebody who had learning difficulties or um who couldn't speak properly it didn't it didn't come across that way whereas yeah. in other films no. you might have got that that kind of um thought or feeling that this actor isn't really taking it seriously but you could tell that yeah. he really really mm -hmm. put a lot of effort into creating that character of Forrest Gump even down to the, the voice and the way that he spoke mm -hmm. I think there's a story mm -hmm. I can't remember what it is there's a story about how he actually came about with that voice for Forrest Gump I think it was the I think do you know what I think it was the little boy that played Forrest Gump as a kid so the actual mm. actor spoke like that a little bit mm. and they put it Tom, Tom Hanks I think he asked him if he could use the way that his speech pattern if I'm if I'm lying I'm flying but I've read somewhere in an article that Tom Hanks got the idea for the voice from the young the young person that was playing the movie mm. or the young person mm. made up a voice and then Tom Hanks just copied it but, okay. but some, I know there's somebody out there who knows about all this stuff who will probably listen to this and be like, Stefan, you're completely wrong. And that's fine. Mm. I don't mind being wrong. But I know there was, there's a story around the whole speech and pattern and the dialogue and how fast and slow he speaks. So, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's the good, the good thing about Tom Hanks, actually. And this is why he's my favorite actor. Yeah. Not, no, it's not only that Forrest Gump, my first, my favorite movie, but Tom Hanks is my favorite actor as well because I, I feel that when I watch Tom, Tom Hanks acting, I just forget that he's Tom Hanks. Mm -hmm. I, he convinces me that he was born this character. <laughs> <laughs> not so, a lot of actors can do no, that. No, it's not that to ridicule anybody with yeah. with special needs, um, with um, with learning disabilities. It's not that the, mm. the movie is not about that at all. And yes, he he put everything. He put all his effort in whatever he was doing and that's why yes he didn't have a plan for his life no. but everything that he did worked out to his best at the end yeah yeah this is this is why and um and i think this is also another lesson that that one can learn from the movie and uh, one of the quotes that actually stood out in that movie was his his mother mrs gump when she said you have to do the best with what god gave you yeah and I really, I really love that quote. And I think, I think this is maybe why I got into RTT because I think that I, I always feel when I'm working, uh, when I'm working with with clients in RTT is that I it combines all the skills I have. Mm. So um, I was known to be a person who's good with languages. 
um, or good with words um, because um, I mentioned that, but I also write poetry. Okay. So, so uh, I've I've always been told that I'm a person who's good with words. So I, I use that in in RTT. Um, I'm also was told that I'm good with communication. I I mm-hmm. do that as well. It's yeah. all based on communication. Um, and I I was also told that by by my professors when I was studying interpretation in university, I was told that you really have a, a nice voice we, we could listen to you all day long and i use that voice because i, I after every session i mm-hmm. have to create a personalized recording oh, for, right. okay. for, for yeah. the client yeah. and the clients will have to listen to the recording for 21 days spe- specifically before they they go to bed they can listen to it any other time of the day but it's best to listen to that before they go to bed so um, i'm also using my voice so i feel like it really combines all the skills that that i have and all the things that i learned and that's that's the, the beauty of it that's why i'm so passionate about it right i i don't want to keep anyone waiting any longer because and if you've seen forrest gump you will know that this is a very difficult moment for the character forrest gump in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll play it and you'll get the idea of what I'm talking about. I did the best I could. You did good, Mom. Well, I happen to believe you make your own destiny. You have to do the best with what God gave you. What's my destiny, Mom? You're going to have to figure that out for yourself. Life is a box of chocolates, Forrest. You never know what you're gonna get. Mama always had a way of explaining things so I could understand them. I will miss you, Forrest. She had got the cancer and died on a Tuesday. Yeah, I'm gonna admit that the first time I watched that, I had to hide from the people (laughs) that was watching it with (laughs) Because I did, a, a tear or two came out and I managed to make it seem like I was yawning. So uh, I'll admit that one. Uh, definitely, it was it was such a good movie all the way through. And I did find that it was, I was quite emotional at the end. And to this very day, I've got the soundtrack on my phone, on a playlist of soundtracks of different movies. And that's one of the soundtracks that when I'm feeling like I just need to chill out and listen to something, I'll play that. And it's quite, it's about, it's nearly, it's like eight odd minutes long if you get the right version. But it's just a really nice piece of music to listen to, the theme yeah. tune of Forrest Gump. Yeah, yes, it is. And I do believe, as Mrs. Gump said, that we, we do make our destiny. Yeah. And um, the way I believe we make our destiny is, is by choosing to have the right thoughts and being able to control our thoughts and emotions. Because because our thoughts control everything starts with a thought and if we control our thoughts we control our destiny and and i got to learn that i got to learn that the hard way and um and the 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 good thing about rtt is that it helps it helped me a lot and still helping me to recreate or reshape my thoughts yeah so before that i wasn't able to i when 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 i heard spiritual teachers speaking or or scientists or psychologists speaking about uh watching your thoughts and uh being aware of your thoughts and i was like how can i be aware of my thoughts that's too much i think a lot all i do all i do all day is think so but rtt gave me the tools practical tools to slow down and evaluate my thoughts so if i have a thought of wait a minute is that positive or negative and uh, do i need to act on that or mm. not act on it and uh, how can i change that thoughts how can i have a better or a, po- a more positive one and is this thought positive or negative is it serving me or so it, i i got i got the tools to slow down and and think and evaluate my thoughts and 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 to be able to to change the interpretation of a lot of thoughts and beliefs that i formed about myself and life and that's and that's really powerful i do think that the information that you've been able to give to me not just today but previously 
when I do unpack it and when I do, because I need, I need to first understand it fully myself before I can even begin to disseminate it to anyone else or use it. But I plan to, I've got a whole week of just preparing to get back into work because they've let me come back for a week of being in the office. <laughs> I don't have to see any clients for a whole week. So I'm going to spend that week catching up, you know, doing work for our funders and obviously getting into RTT some more, doing the five day challenge because it's Monday to Friday. Um, start it on Monday, finish it on Friday, hopefully. Well, not hopefully, I will finish it on Friday. But also I get my colleagues to do the same thing as well in their spare time. I truly believe that this will be a very useful method that we can use over here in the UK with our young people. Yes, yes, I do agree. The five-day challenge um, for that the RTT created for for school children between seven, yeah. the age of seven to eleven, is really powerful, and it's all about teaching those children at at a young age how to have a positive inner dialogue. And uh, psychologists proved that, or the latest psychological research proved that. One big reason of depression is the critical harsh words that we tell ourselves on a daily basis. Okay. So if we got to learn at a young age to have a positive inner dialogue, then at least we got rid of one of the major reasons of depression. So imagine the future of our children, how the future of our children will be. Well, uh, it's, it's something that, it's worth imagining and it's something that I, I do hope with people like yourself using the method and other people using methods similar to it, they'll be able to help our young people um, down the line in the future so that there's less less depression in the world, less, ch- less children growing up feeling that they can't deal with even some of the, well, we think they're trivial, but some of the, the things that are easy for us, but to mm-hmm. a different person, they might struggle. Giving them the, the strength and the the skills to equip them to, you know, to just go forward and do their best and not have to worry so much and slow their thoughts down and be able to learn in the moment. Cause not everyone learns in the moment. A lot of people learn way after that. Like, weeks might go by and I'm, I'm like, do you know what actually? And it's then rather than actually when it's happening, I'm learning, which it's, it's like I said, it's such a shift in your way of thinking it can be a big shift for some people and just a very tiny shift for others. But it's a shift that is worth thinking about and worth happening. And like you said, it's worth happening in in that moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it's a tiny shift, yeah. if you if you if you make a tiny shift every single day, mm-hmm. it will be a great change. It will make a great change. You, listen, I do not disagree. I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree <laughs> but it, it, again it's been it's been amazing having you on I know that we're we're out of time we've done our last movie and I'm gonna have to wrap up but I just want to say a massive thank you for for coming on the show for um, dropping your knowledge on, on on everyone that's listening myself included and I like I said it already and I've said it again and I keep saying it it is a method that you should look into if you're listening to this get in touch with um, Dua and all her links are going to be in my episode description and some information about her too so read that click the links find Dua get get involved learn about the program learn about RTT and it might just help you it probably will Thank you very much for inviting me and thank you for sharing your um, the way you felt about the, the scene of Forrest Gump. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Welcome. Thanks for coming on. <laughs>